Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. And welcome to the final episode of the Secrets of Confident Women podcast for 2021. I'm back with Anastasia and we are so excited to bring you some of our favorite podcast moments of this year. Hey everyone, I am back. It's been a while and oh my God, I cannot believe we've just completed our second year of this podcast. I know. It's been such an amazing experience again, especially during such a challenging year. Oh, look, I know, right? The world has just gone through another year of lockdowns, another year of uncertainty and fear, but you know, keeping this podcast alive has just kept us so happy and so proud to be able to continue doing what we love, which is helping women create and maintain their confidence to live their best lives. Definitely. So we've interviewed so many amazing women this year and it's really hard to pick our favourites because every woman has bought something so incredible, like inspiring stories and just unique, a unique view of the world, a unique view of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and we're intentional about that, right? We pick a really diverse group of women because we want to get so many different perspectives. And I think this year has given us some of our best conversations yet. Yeah. I mean, we got to learn more about networking, about habit creation, which was, you know, a favourite for both of us. Yeah. Um, how to nail your next interview. That one was fun and so practical. Yeah. How to manage perfectionism, how to stop comparison syndrome, which we all deal with at some point or another. Uh, and we were inspired by just so many women who taught us the techniques that they use to rebuild their lives, fight through adversity, you know, skyrocket their businesses, whatever techniques they call on every day yeah. um, to boost their confidence and just be the best version of themselves. Uh, but I think I have to say one of my highlights was that I got to interview gold medal winning Paralympian Ellie Cole. Yeah. I was a bit like starstruck. You were. Um, I remember the become, lead up to the, her, I know. How psyched going, you was were, I? <laughs> you were pretty nervous. And, and then afterwards going, I'm like, oh my God. I know. It was, it was so cool. I mean, she's become one of our most decorated and successful Paralympians ever after this year's Tokyo Games. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Every moment of this year's podcast gave us something new and exciting. But there was one thing I noticed. There was like a consistent theme throughout every episode And that was basically that all of the women that we interviewed had one common technique that worked for all of them, which was to surround themselves with people who wanted to see them win. And it didn't matter what they were talking about, what context they were saying it in, all of them uh, choose and are really intentional about choosing the right people around them who want to see them win both professionally and just generally in life. And I love this because this has always been my go-to technique when it comes to building my own confidence Uh, And it was just so exciting and inspiring for me to hear that so many women use this same technique to create the confidence that they want to live their most self-expressed, happy and just confident lives. I know, I know. It is a key technique because you just, I mean, it's so challenging to stay confident or be confident or even go after what you want if the people around you are just pulling you down, pulling you down, Mm -hmm. whinges have a negative focus on the world like it's just it's, it's, that, that it's quote, an energy the, around they have you. a problem for every solution yes but you want the people who have a solution for every problem right? absolutely absolutely look 
working on your confidence is challenging and some days are great, some days are not, not so, so great. great. Yeah. But when you're surrounded by people who just are like, keep going, you can do this, you've got it, you're whatever. Oh my God, it's so much easier Changes to recover everything. from yeah. the low days, right? So yeah. I'm not surprised that it's one of the key techniques that everybody uses, especially in the women that we're interviewing because, you know, a lot of them have been sort of those go-getters, they've written books, they've written, you know, they're sort of out there living life and doing life yeah. and they need their confidence to be able to do that. So, you know, surrounding yourself with supportive and positive women is just one of the best ways to boost your confidence. Absolutely. And, it's, you know, it's one of the main reasons we created this podcast really to begin with it's so that all of our listeners can get an insight into which techniques work for other women yep. and, you know, what we can all do every single day to increase our confidence and be happy. So, you know, it's – and, you know, and you and I wanted to be surrounded by more confident, yeah, positive yeah. women. That's so, why we choose them so intentionally, right? Absolutely. So yep. interviewing these amazing women has just been – you know, we get off the interview really pumped up and, yeah. and feeling great. And and it's just fun, right? Why choose oh. to surround yourself with people who are just going to make life harder? No. Why would you do that? No. Why not, you know, purposefully pick people who make your life happier and do everything they can, even if it's just kind words, they do everything they can to make your life easier and that will – make you happier and it'll make you more confident because you've got that support and you can't beat that. Absolutely, absolutely. I think one of the key moments for me, and oh my goodness, there were so many. I mean, I did do a lot of interviews this year because I had the podcast equipment. Yes. I had the podcast <laughs> and you, you weren't allowed to come to the office. So there were so many key moments. But you know one, there's one that really just, because it was so random and mm. it was and it was unexpected and it wasn't wasn't even based on a question that I had prepared for this lady. It was when I interviewed Kelly Lewis and at the end, as you know, we ask our, our Rise Women final power questions and in that one of the questions we ask is who inspires you and why. And I just interviewed her about her book, Tell Her She Can't, and I am one of those people who always reads the dedication of a yeah, book. Because it's and like the backstory to the story, right? That's right. How, how did this person get and here? And it's sometimes my children or my parents or whatever. Yeah. And she'd written this name, Coggy, I think it was. And it, I mean, I didn't know what it, what it meant or whatever. But it actually in our questions at the end, she shared that that was a name that she called herself when she was a child. And so she actually dedicated the book to her younger self and it said, Coggy, we, we made it. Yeah. And we both welled up with tears and as she was sort of explaining it, it was it was such a touching moment. Completely unexpected. Yeah. Totally unexpected. I, I don't and it's know, also it was, recognition, isn't it? It's acknowledgement. It's, um, you know, we acknowledge other people for the amazing things they've done for us and our lives but we forget to acknowledge ourselves. Yes, I know. And, it was and just, she had so much to go through. So much. It was just a such – anyway, it was just one of the real – there's been, as I said, there's been so many. I've interviewed yeah. some amazing, kick-ass, awesome women but that was such a real moment for me that I was just so inspired by that. So anyway, yeah. that was probably my key moment. But, you know, I also loved – hearing the topic of authenticity come up over yeah. and over again you know in almost every conversation that I had when I asked the question what does being a confident woman mean to you 
most of the answers really had a very similar response that being a confident woman comes from being true to yourself, from sticking to your values and never compromising your integrity. Yeah. And we just I just loved every woman's reply. So like we did last year, what I've done, gone through every single episode and we've pulled out all the reminders of what our guests have said being a confident woman really looks like. So so great. I hope you love this. I love putting it together. But here is an amazing compilation from our interviews of what being a confident woman means to you, our guest. Okay, so what does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? Oh, that's such a good question. You know, I think confidence is such a huge word and can mean a lot of different things. But for me, it's just about being, uh, I heard this quote once about being unapologetically yourself. You know, you want to be yourself, but don't have to apologize to anybody for maybe being your crazy self, but also you want to be comfortable, you know, whether that's in certain clothes you wear or how you speak. For me, I am at my most confident self when I am aligning my behaviors with what I value. I think for me, it's about being seen as the real you. And the more that you can be attention out, constantly thinking about other people versus yourself, Mm. um, to me, that's confidence. Oh, I think confidence to me means the absence of doubt. It's not thinking twice. Mm. It's not thinking, am I, could I, should I? I think when you're confident, you think, of course I deserve this. Of course it's come to me. Of course I'll get paid this much. Of course I should negotiate this. Preparation is probably one of the most important things for an athlete in terms of confidence. So tell me, what does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? That's a great question. So... I think when I initially thought about this, I thought, you know, it's someone who has killer outfits, is making a lot of money and, you know, is sort of the centre of attention. But when I started to, you know, actually think of people who've inspired me and who I think are confident, I actually found that it's people that are willing to be vulnerable. So what I mean by that is leaders who actually say when they're struggling or admit when they're wrong and are really open to feedback as well as the killer outfit. Those are the Um, yeah, I hear but, you. Well, for me personally, it was having the confidence in myself to rebuild, yeah. to know that I am enough, yeah. that I can do good things, yes, um, and put aside how I felt at the end of the marriage and come out going, I I am a good person, yeah, and I'm good at what I do, yeah, and. I have to, I have to rebuild. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, what does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a great question. Um, look, I think confidence means many things to, to many people. And, and certainly for me, for the most part, it's, it's not about thinking that you're superior or that you know it all. It's not about the, the sometimes perception that confidence is equated to arrogance. For me, it really comes down to feeling good in your skin, um, having belief in your ability to succeed. You know, it's about thinking positively about yourself. And, and look, that's not easy all the time. Um, but above all, knowing that no matter what anyone says to you, you're never as good or as bad as people say you are. That's right. Including yourself, right? 
Yeah, totally. Because we are our own biggest critics. We're the own biggest critics and our own worst enemy. Really, to me, it's a state of mind because there are days when I feel like a sack of potatoes yes. and don't really want to do anything. And yeah. then there, five minutes later, I feel like I'm on top of the world. And I think that being a confident woman is about remembering for me why I'm here. It's something, you know, confidence is something I have grappled with my, my whole life and I still do, yeah. I still do. And for me, it's, I mean, really being, it's, there are things that are easy to say, it's different to live it in, and to, to its full uh, meaning. And, yeah. you know, for me, it really is about being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Um, and that, to me, also means, you know, also therefore understanding yourself yes. and accepting that too. For me, it's to be able to authentically express myself yeah. without feeling small. I think that being a confident woman means believing and trusting in yourself yeah. and believing and knowing that you are strong enough, that you are capable enough, and that you know who you are, yes. you know? Being a confident woman means to me that that real deep knowing that the universe and the people around you have totally got your back. What does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? Oh, that's a, I understand that your whole podcast is about being confident. And when you Correct. asked me to be part of it, I was like, well, I feel like I'm not a very confident person, but I am. Um, Which is normal, yeah, right? We all have I, those moments of I'm nailing this thing called life and I'm so confident and other moments where you go, I have no idea what I'm doing. Confidence is definitely being able to be confident in your own skin yeah. and knowing your boundaries, knowing what you want, being able to trust yourself and mm. just overall like developing sort of a boss energy, which is like a woman knowing what she wants. Yes. Oh, I love that description. I haven't I heard know. that. A boss energy. Oh my gosh. A I want to I want to have boss energy today. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's That's great. It's definitely a lifelong practice, but yeah. I do believe that it comes from tackling the things that are really difficult or that yes. you fear and proving to yourself that you got it. Absolutely. Like that you can do it. You know, in my book, I talk about how I, I bungee jumped off the Macau Tower. Yeah. I'm like that, I am not the person that's like trying to book a bungee jump, you know? Yep. Like, yep. I, there are times when I think like, oh my God, was that actually me? Or did like an alien inhabit my yes. body and get me to do that? Yes. You know, We get so stuck in our rut with life and life just kind of kicks us around and you get into your routine and especially if you have a family and responsibilities and yeah. you forget that you're still the pilot of your life. Yes. You know, you are not the passenger. Like no. You get to make the decisions on how and where your life goes. Yeah. And I think the more freedom you have, then the more you can go from situation to situation to situation and you're not having to hide anything. Yes. Well, you're hiding some things, you know, you're sticking your stomach in, you've got your spanks <laughs> on, you know, right? But <laughs> it's about living on the connected side of your emotional brain. Right. Yeah. And when you live on that side, so if you almost had a picture and of a circle and made it your brain and you had a line down the middle and on the left side you wrote disconnected and on the right side you wrote connected you want to like move that line over and over and over to make the connected side bigger right because the stronger our ability to connect with ourselves the easier it is for us to connect with what we want 
And that's where confidence lies, right? When I know what I want, I can confidently move towards it. When I'm in my connected side, I am a better human being. I'm a, a more confident woman. I'm more compassionate. I'm less judgmental of others. Like my good stuff comes forward (laughs) and I like myself more. I mean, you know. Uh, That's always a bonus, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, self-hate just doesn't really bring the best out in any of us. And we all have that. Yeah. So when are you the most confident version of yourself, Heather? I'm the most confident version of myself when I am diving into something that makes me feel afraid. Grow. Now I know that I know that no, sounds strange. We haven't had that answer before. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's when I'm truly because I know that when I'm diving into something that makes me feel afraid, I've made the conscious decision that this is my time and I'm gonna do it even though it scares me because that's yes. what courage is. Uh, you know, you'll probably cringe at this because this is most people's biggest fear. But <laughs> for me, I feel the most confident when I'm presenting or oh when I'm no I don't cringe that's I've said that so many times I really yeah because I love oh. I love being on stage but the majority of the population do not <laughs> I feel like I'm most confident um, after I've been through a really hard slog or a hard struggle and I've yeah. come out the other side I'm at my most confident when my values are aligned with like how I'm I'm showing up yes. you know that's I've realized I have a lot to say yeah. <laughs> When I've surrounded myself with positive people, positive thoughts, and just I've had a really positive day, I just feel amazing after that. Um, So tell me, when are you the most confident version of yourself? Uh, For me, when am I most confident? Um, Probably when I'm grounded in the present um, and and when I've had a good night's sleep. I find sometimes, you know, I can get derailed when, uh, you know, perhaps not on my best form in terms of, you know, looking after myself from a a health and wellbeing perspective or... I find I'm also confident when when I don't listen to those inner voices. You know, we were talking about that earlier on. Yeah. But the negative thoughts can can do a lot to derail you. Because I like doing things that make me shit my pants yeah, a little yeah. bit. Pardon, <laughs> pardon the term. Yes, no, but it's I good. think that that's only good for you, right? You know, I feel the most confident when I am traveling. I feel the yes. most free yes. when I am traveling. Yes. I feel just like. Especially when I'm traveling solo, yeah, um, because it's really on me. Like the experience yeah. that I have is on me. If I want to meet people, it's on me to do that. If I don't, that's fine too. Like I get to make all the decisions. But I, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to be happy with my results in Tokyo right. because I know that the process that I've set up and you know the team that I've put around me and taking that ownership and yeah. um, all of those factors have been the best that I can make them. Oh my God, I love that. It gives me chills every time I I listen to how passionate, inspiring and genuine all of these women are. I mean, I loved it last year. I love it this year. It's just such a great snapshot of, you know, what confidence means to all of these women. And you know what else I loved about our interviews? Every single one of them. I loved how often we were literally gifted with just amazing pieces of advice and real life confidence techniques that these women implement in their own lives all the time. Yes. You know, they figured out these techniques that work for them, but they, they gift them to us, which we can then gift to all our listeners. And they're things that you can implement in your life. They're really practical techniques. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I interviewed Michelle Rubenstein, she gave us some really incredible techniques on how to nail an interview. Like who doesn't need that, right? Oh, 
Absolutely. Remember she told us about how to write your resume so that the front page makes an impact because you've got 30 seconds and it was yeah. just really practical advice. Yeah. Um, From someone who's re- who's in an expert an expert in that area. Yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. She gave us some really great insights into what, you know, your prospective employer may be thinking or what they're really looking for an employer, things that we may never ever know. I mean, these are such valuable tools that so many women can put into action straight away to start getting the results that they want in their lives and every woman that we interviewed this year gave us something just magic that everyone can use absolutely i know exactly what you mean i've really enjoyed learning something new from each and every woman there was always an aha moment yeah regardless of who i interviewed and again that like i said at the beginning just a different perspective yeah just how they view it or how they what certain things they do yeah Really, really great. You know, one of the ones I really remember was when I interviewed Brittany Newman and she was talking about social media and different things like that. She talked about she was a plus size model and and she unfollows pages that don't make her feel good about herself, but she leaves a positive comment. Yes, I love that. On that page before she unfollows. And I was like... Such such oh. a beautiful concept. Most such people a, would leave a terrible comment yeah. and then unfollow, but yeah, it's just, just this concept of leaving just, happiness around. Yeah. Yeah. She was so, and I thought that is just such a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, and just I'd never even thought about. You know, I often unfollow, and we talk a lot about unfollow pages or things that don't make you feel good online. But yeah, but that that was a whole new a whole new little yeah. tip or technique that I just thought that's so valuable to yeah. to know something like that. So yeah, I learned I learned so much. There were so many different techniques. It was just every single one of the ladies that we interviewed had a different journey and yeah. each of them have had to face some sort of challenge or obstacle along the way, but they've all succeeded because they all realize that, you know, being a confident woman is the first and the most important step to becoming the strong, independent, to becoming resilient, to have, you know, being that woman that you've always wanted to be. You have to have that foundation. Yeah, absolutely. And we just heard it over and over again. And I think so many women will be able to relate to all of these conversations. Yeah. Because the truth is, just like all the women that we interviewed, we're all running very different races too, right? Yeah. We've all got different journeys, but many of the challenges that we all face are often very similar as well. And as we've often said in the past, we're usually more inspired by other people's struggles than we are by their wins, right? Absolutely. Because we can relate to that differently and it's more motivating to see other women push through adversity and come out stronger on the other side than just have everything kind of cushy and go, oh, look, I've won. Well, we're all struggling with something, <laughs> right? So yeah. when we see someone else is struggling and we see them work through it and we see how they did it, that is motivating. It's always motivating. Absolutely. And I think every single one of our podcast conversations this year was motivating, which was so great. Yeah. But there is one thing we haven't mentioned yet, which we love, and it's always so exciting, and that's which was our number one most listened to episode of the year. Now, of course, some episodes have been around for longer than others, Yes. so this is by no means a definitive win, but as of today, our most listened to episode for 2021 was, Jodie? Okay, so I've looked at the stats, Yep. and as you said, some podcasts have only been out for a couple of weeks, some have been out that we, we launched earlier so yeah. it is it is hard to gauge at this point but 
As of today, our yes. most listened to episode for 2021 was episode number 28 with Dr. Gina Cleo, which was called Change Your Habits to Change Your Confidence. Oh, I love so, this. This is exactly what we mean by practical oh, techniques so practical. that you can implement in your yeah, life. Yeah, I just loved speaking with Dr. Gina Cleo about habits because it's something I've really been interested in just forever and in fact, I loved it so much that I ended up completing Dr. Cleo's habits course. And now, as you know, I did that earlier in the year yep. uh, at the beginning of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Just for something to do. Just as you do. But I'm now a certified advanced habit change practitioner. So cool. It's so cool. It's just, it was such a great course and I really loved it. And it's been so valuable for me and yep. all of my coaching clients because often the things standing in our way of building our confidence is breaking bad habits that no longer serve us. Yeah. And plus, we all know that confidence is a habit. So knowing how to reinforce that habit is so crucial. So, yeah, I'm thrilled that that's, that was the most listened to episode. So yeah. I, I guess so many of you actually, it appealed to you as well. It's, it's, awesome it's been a wonderful addition to what we do to help people learn about the anatomy of a habit and yep. what parts you can work on to break bad habits that no longer serve you, but also how to put great new habits into your life that yep. do serve you, that really support you. So yeah, absolutely. I was so thrilled to do that course. And it's changed everything for us. I mean, what yeah. we know now about habits, because everyone knows kind of basic information about habits, right? But what we know now about how to break down a habit, how to, you know, look at all the different parts and manipulate it so that you can change it into a more positive habit. It's taken our courses, our coaching, our presentations. It's just taken everything to the next level Yeah, because it's, so much easier to implement the techniques that we give people now because we're teaching them step-by-step -step process for how to do it, right? That's right, yeah. Oh, my God, we could be doing this all day. I know. There's so much <laughs> to say about all our amazing conversations, but I suppose we need to wrap it up at some point. We do. Can you believe 2021 is no. almost over? I feel no, like I, I blinked <laughs> and I went from April to December in a blink. Oh, well, we're in lockdown for so much of it. I so know. anyway, it's let's like hope we that's were hibernating. Not, let's hope that's not happening again. But anyway. But it's been an interesting year and it's definitely been a challenge for so many people, including us, but we made it. We made it to the end pretty much in one piece, relatively speaking. I know. I know. We yeah. did. But it's been a big year and we yeah. spent, as we said, almost half of it working apart whilst we're in lockdown here in Sydney for I think I, I think it was over about four months. Yeah. We both had children learning from home. <laughs> we both had to fit Zoom calls in to be able to work together. And yeah, and it wasn't and it wasn't the same, not having you in our office and know. you know, being able to bounce ideas off each other and, and yeah. have that. So it was challenging. But one of the most exciting things about this year for us and for Rise Women was the fact that we worked so hard and managed to launch our Confidence for Women in the Workplace online course last month. So oh we were God, so, exciting. gosh, so thrilled to do I that. Know. We'd been waiting to create this course for so long and 2021 was the year that we made it all happen. So we are so proud of this course. We literally pulled together all of our best information and techniques and we created a course designed specifically for working women in mind. Yeah. The course is full of confidence building techniques to help women get ahead in the workplace. It's fun, it's practical and we absolutely know it's a game changer. 
So if you'd like to know more about our online courses or if you'd like to find out more about the ways we can help you become the confident woman you've always wanted to be, then head over to risewomen.com. Absolutely. Our workplace course is now closed. We only opened it for a couple of weeks in November. So go and join our wait list and ready for when we open the course again yes, next year. please. You will love it and you will not regret it. No. Right, so we've come to the end of this episode and another year of podcasting and I have to say I think this is my favourite part of this roundup <laughs> final episode. I know it's a lot of hard work for oh, you. Oh, it's so I much know hard work. <laughs> so much, like she literally sits in front of the computer, everyone, for hours trying to figure this all out but it's so worth it because this is the bit where you pull together all of our best responses to our Rise Women Power questions. I know. I love this bit because the answers we got are just so varied. I mean, some were really, really funny. Some were emotional and, you know, they'll literally bring tears to your eyes. But all of them were just incredible and they're such a great way to showcase the amazing women that we've had on the podcast this year. Yes, look, I love creating this part of the episode because I love going back over all the conversations we've had and remembering some of those nuggets of wisdom that we yeah. heard, plus, as you said, all the funny answers and some that really brought, brought us to tears. So yeah. it is a lot of work, but I it's so enjoyable. And I have to say there's been points throughout this year that I've actually gone back and listened to the compilation from last year because – Oh, if I've been a bit flat or something and I've been walking my puppy dogs, I think, you know what, I'm going to go back to that and it really is such a, a great boost. boost. So yeah. I know that this is something I'll go back to and I hope everyone else, I hope you all love it and it's something that you keep on your saved list and uh, you can go back and get a bit of a, a boost when you need one. Yeah. So thanks again for joining us and listening to our podcast. We love bringing these episodes to you and we're always open to suggestions. So please email us if you have any ideas about topics that you'd like us to discuss or even guests that you'd like us to interview, women that you know in your life or that you're inspired by and we'll try and make that happen for next year. And thanks to all our wonderful guests from 2021. Without you, this podcast just wouldn't be possible and we are so grateful to your time, the energy you put in, effort you put into creating answers to our questions that really passed on some really valuable techniques to our listeners. Absolutely. So Anastasia, thanks for joining me for another year. Thank you. I can't wait to do it all again. But for now, we both hope you enjoy our Rise Women Power Questions Roundup for 2021. And always remember, with confidence, anything is possible. Bye for now. Bye. Okay, so today I'm really excited and if I'm going to be totally honest, I'm a little starstruck too because today I'm speaking with the super inspiring, super determined and just all round super amazing Paralympian Ellie Cole. So Ellie Cole, welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. That was a brilliant introduction. Yay, thanks. <laughs> Probably the best that I've heard and I couldn't stop thinking like if my mum was listening to this, she'd be in tears. And I also feel like that wasn't really me that you were reading about because I also suffer from the classic imposter syndrome, oh, but God, really terrible. great job. Casey, welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. 
Thanks for having me. What an intro. I sound very <laughs> impressive when you talk about me. Oh, <laughs> you are very impressive. So, Jane, I can't wait for today's discussion and I'm absolutely thrilled to welcome you to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. Today, we'll be talking about how to nail your next interview with Michelle Rubenstein. Today, we are talking about whether our perfectionism is destroying our confidence. So, Dr. Margaret, welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. Thank you, Jody. I, I, I kind of wondered as I was sitting there listening to you, I thought, well, um, am I confident enough to be on this program? <laughs> you are. Okay, guess what it's time for? It's time for our Rise Women final power questions. What do you wish every woman knew? Very basically, I wish every woman knew how to access and listen and honor their intuition. I wish every woman knew the freedom and liberation of a life built around good habits. I wish every woman knew and believed that in their amazing body and mind exists their brilliance to become more. So what do you wish every woman knew? That the power lies within themselves. You can do it, so don't doubt it. Okay, guess what it's time for? Rise Um, Women Final Power Questions. Are you ready? Oh, wow. I know. It sounds really fancy, right? There's no, five of really them. That's a really great title. Okay. <laughs> They're quick, short, sharp answers. Hit me with what you've got. You ready? I'm, I'm actually really nervous. Okay. No, no, no. Don't be, don't be nervous. They're easy. Um, tell me, number one, what do you wish every woman knew? Okay. I wish that every woman knew that they had the confidence within themselves to unleash if they surround themselves with the right people. I wish every woman knew not to compare themselves to things like magazines and social media. Oh, yes. Because, you know, even on those magazines, a lot of them are photoshopped. You know, no one actually looks like that. Her entire strength and wisdom has the potential to change the world. That you are already whole, complete, confident and beautiful. You don't need to change anything. Yes, I love it. You can do anything. Yes. Love that. Like I wish every woman knew unshakably that they could do anything. Anything. I wish that you knew that there will never ever in the entire world be someone like you ever again. Yeah. Not with your smile, not with the way you see the world, not your essence. You are completely unique and the world needs you as you are. I wish every woman knew that their value was not tied to someone else's ability to value them. I wish everyone knew not to be afraid of aging. As I admitted at 66 years old, now I'll be 67 in October, I was anorexic when I was younger. I, uh, now I see though that young women are getting Botox when they're 25 and getting plastic surgery on everything from their boobs to their thighs to their, you know, to their faces. And it's just this, phobia about age. Uh, I wish every woman knew uh, that she has all the personal power and inner strength she needs to have the life she wants. They are enough. Yes, I know. That they are enough. You are enough, you will always be enough. What is your superpower, Sheila? I did speak to the dead, so you know, the yeah. deceased souls. So I thought, that's a superpower. Really, we tick that off as a superpower, level. that's right. I say that sobriety is my superpower. Oh, wow. Oh, definitely 
spreading positivity on days yes. where I'm not feeling 100% because it makes I've made it to like make me feel better as yes. well like the one that's coming to me right now is being connected with passion Oh, it's my heart. Oh, of course. <laughs> we were just talking about That's great. It's my heart. Yes, it big is. heart, yeah. Jane. Okay. What is your superpower, Dr. Margaret? Laughter. What you? Uh, it has saved my life many times, just being yes. able to laugh at myself, to laugh at life. My superpower is love. Oh. Do you know what we have? Not, I don't think we've ever had that one. That is a beautiful superpower to have. What is your superpower? My superpower is connecting with people and talking to anyone about anything. I do love that, that you will talk to anyone about everything. I think it's great. And what is your superpower? My superpower is how organized I am. Oh, good. Yes. My organization skills are next level. (laughs) (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) To the point it almost annoys people, but yes. Mm, I'm exceptional at finding cheap flights. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's a good one. And now what is your superpower? Being uncomfortable. Oh, wow. That is a great yeah. one. I've never, no one's ever said that. That is completely unique. <laughs> Other people might like pineapple on pizza, but nobody has ever said that. <laughs> Being uncomfortable is definitely my superpower. <gasps> Oh, I want yeah. now. See, now I want that as my superpower. That's that's just too good. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll have to. I can't just, cheating. Yeah, I have to. I'll have to create that to say that's now my superpower. I'll have to do, do some stuff. Uh, heels or flats? Are you a heels or a flats girl? Definitely flats, yes. unless I'm going to a wedding, and then I always wear heels for weddings. Otherwise, flats all the way. When I am in front of an audience, I choose to wear heels. Yes, me too. When I am. <laughs> Sitting in my office, I choose to be barefoot. Yes. <laughs> Definitely heels. Heels all the way. Heels all the way. Good job. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay. Pre-COVID, it was definitely oh, heels. I, I was known I for know. sky-high crazy shoes. Yes, but great. You know what? I actually think I'm going to become a runner's girl. Oh. I don't know if I'll go back to heels. I know. You will. You will. Because all those beautiful heels in your wardrobe are going to be <laughs> are going to be begging to leave and go out in the world again at some point. I love the good sneaker. Like, I love sneakers. <laughs> yes. But definitely heels. I just feel like amazing because I'm already six foot tall. Yes. If I go up another, you know, two feet and I'm six <laughs> foot two, I just feel insane so I definitely have to say heels for that one definitely a heels girl I've got a huge collection I would say nowadays I would go flats but definitely the 30 year old version of me would have been heels all day flats you never know when you're gonna have to run to see a sunset (laughs) flats all day preferably boot flats you're a flats girl totally sneakers heels or flats Heels all the way, baby. Oh, thank God, Michelle. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. We're big heels girls. I even have flats, like sneakers with heels in them. I am heels and flip-flops. 
Yeah, so heels or flats, although even actually I was supposed to change this because we've bought in heels, flats, um, flip-flops, um, someone said snow boots and some, we've had barefoot as well. So it's like, what's, oh. what's your flavour of? <laughs> well, like, I was going to say, I, have to, I thought you were going to call it out, but I have one to add, which would be Wellington boots. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm a boot girl. I'm a, I'm a slow oh. heel, I'm a low heeled boot kind of woman. Definitely heels. Oh, I love going God. out, love the party. <laughs> Um, I've actually though been getting into flats recently, which is a new thing for me, but I'm definitely like glittery, red, you know, going out, full face of makeup, let's go. I know, I love it. You've always got the best eyeshadow on, the greatest shade of lipstick, it's amazing. Like I can see your personality through the way you look and uh, you know, it's a big deal. The way we look and the way we dress, it projects who we feel we are and who we want other people to see us as. Yeah. Your favourite quote or rule that you live by? There's one, I've loved Joseph Campbell's writing for so many years when I was young, like, well, when I was very young, I, I, I came across his book and I couldn't believe it. And he wrote, we must be willing to rid ourselves of the life we've planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. Oh, lovely. I love that. Owning your story is the most brave thing you'll ever do. Be a flamingo in a flock of pigeons. Always be true to yourself. My favourite quote is, we become what we want to be by mm. consistently being what we want to become each day. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Yes, I do love that one. I've heard that many times. It's a good one. My favourite quote was one that I found in 2008, right after I got home from the Beijing Paralympics. Yep. And it was, um, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And But one of the things he really advocates for is to ship it just ship it you know which is you know like that first draft you know good is good yes, enough all of the right. you know it's just put it out there yeah. get feedback do it again if you think a compliment about someone and you don't tell them it's like buying them a birthday present and throwing it away <gasps> ain't nobody That's... got time for that again at risk of repeating myself it would be <laughs> someone has fine. to win so it might as well be you i love it that's what i tell myself every day yeah no it's a good <laughs> one it's a good one uh, your favourite quote or rule that you live by? That's an easy one. Love is all there is. Oh. Maybe the journey isn't much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about becoming everything that isn't really you so you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so simple. It's so on brand, but like... I, I've got it. Yeah. I've got it almost in neon lights. Like I'm creating like a neon light for my office that oh. simply says, yes, you can. Oh, because that would be every awesome. day it's so hard, you know, yeah. like, like life and business is so hard sometimes yes. and it's just a necessary reminder. Yes. Who inspires you and why? So that's a tough question because a lot of people inspire me. Just even talking to you today, Jody, it, it inspires me to, you know, like we were sharing ideas and that gets me all excited. Yeah. So I think who I'm with, generally speaking, people inspire me. People inspire me. Yeah. People that, that, that push themselves out of their comfort zone. Yes. That are prepared to speak up. That do brave things. Do brave That yeah. share their vulnerability. Yeah. The social media world, I really appreciate at the moment the female rappers, Lizzo mm. and Rihanna, models like Ashley Graham. And that's my greatest inspiration would be the strong women in my life. You know, I'm yeah. so fortunate to be surrounded by so many incredible strong, persevering, tenacious women. Yeah. From my mum to 
so many of my friends to my colleagues and they are forever my inspiration and they're really mm. paving the way to show that women are capable of anything yeah really. absolutely I really get inspired by um, women in leadership roles and so when I was younger, it used to be sports women, but yeah. now I'm looking towards the likes of like Julie Bishop. I think she is the biggest badass. Pretty nice. much any woman who can walk into a room full of men and hold still hold the ground. room. Yes, I love it. Recently, I think that I, I'm going to default to my kids as they become their own adults. My yeah. son's going to be 18 in a couple days and my daughter's 20. I've just seen them become adults and start building their own resolve and have their own opinions and it's just really it's it's inspiring to me to watch them come into their own my my true inspiration i think well is my daughter yeah and, and my husband but my daughter because she's like this really cool person yeah. and she's strong and she's empathetic and she's kind and you know I feel like I've done a good job bringing yeah. up a good human and that inspires me. But they're, you know, I mean, we work with women who are, you know, they're working, they're very young women between the ages of 25 and 35 and they're working with indigenous populations, you know, in the Amazon or they're, uh, we have a number of women who work that rehabilitating child soldiers in Sierra Leone. They're, community organizers in inner city Detroit, you know, they're working with wildlife in South Africa. I mean, you, you yeah. name it. I mean, they're just the most incredible causes, incredible women. And I, uh, yeah, it is my life's work to help them do more of what they're doing because by goodness, we, we need them. Yes. Her name was Et. And when I met her, her grandson had died by suicide about three or four months earlier. Her husband had we think died by suicide her son had died by suicide so there's a lot of depression in her family and she was one of the most caring loving giving people that i'd ever met and i kind of slipped into her life and she was 60 years my senior and and she didn't die until she was 104. Uh, tell me who inspires you and why uh, it's got to be my dad. Um, I think for me, he's the epitome of anyone that's, you know, dealt with some pretty big challenges along the way on many occasions um, and always manages to put a smile on his face and um, find time for his family. This is really cheesy, uh, <laughs> but I think someone that inspires me a lot is Oprah Winfrey, who I yeah. actually met, won a nationwide competition, got to meet and have dinner with her. So oh my God, how she's, amazing. She's like my all-time um, inspiration. Gosh. I dedicated the book to my younger self. Oh, so okay. That was something that I I did. I did read that and wondered because it's not your name, is it? No, no. So when I was young, I couldn't pronounce my L's, so I used to call myself Coggy. Oh. And when it came time to dedicate the book, I thought about that like pure little girl who just was so full of love, right? And yeah. who still exists inside of me. And I asked my friend, I said. Who should I dedicate the book to? And she was like, dedicate it to your damn self. Yes. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate it to her because she didn't quit. Like, and she refused to believe yeah. these things. Yeah. And I think if I can remember, I think it says we we made it. Is it that? We made it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what? Yeah, so this there one's you go. You. How emotional. See, I've never asked a question about that. Never realizing that that's you, but that is 
that's almost made me tear up. That is so yeah, beautiful. Me too. You cry almost, that like, is so beautiful, you know, and, we, and we'd never know that. So I'm so glad you shared that story with us. So the last one is finish this sentence. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would. If I had even more confidence than I do now, oh, what would I do? Uh, well, oh gosh, the sky's kind of the limit with that, isn't it? I think yeah. I feel like. Okay, this isn't going to be a quick answer, by the way. That's right. But I feel like all of the um, positions that I've put myself in where I've had really low confidence, I haven't gotten the outcome that I've wanted. Yeah. And I feel like that's based purely on my confidence. So I feel like if I had more confidence than I do now, I would probably put myself in so many more positions than I do now without like any fear. Yeah. So fearless choice. I would say I would be fearless. I guess that would be the end result. I would be fearless. I would initiate more business related ventures. There you go. Yes. I think I would put myself out there more. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would. You know, I'd probably speak to bigger audiences. And, Great. and um, you know, that, that would be it. Own a bigger company and Ooh. hire more employees. Wonderful. Okay, finish this sentence. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would. <laughs> uh, what would I do? I'd, um, I'd bottle it up and sprinkle it on those around me. And finish this sentence. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would. Rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be doing so many things. I would be writing more books and yep. going on stage and just trying to do everything I can to empower women, which I'm already doing, but yes. at a much bigger scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, voice my opinion, because in so many situations, I really want to say something like I never usually say it because I'm like, let's just leave it. Like, right. So definitely voicing my opinion on things that actually cross my boundaries and yes, stuff like right. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I know. I would take on the world. Oh my God. It's all about global, 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 global. Yes. I'd, I'd be brave enough to get out there, to do more, to, uh, you know, we're all working on our confidence. And I think yes. this is the key. You know, yeah. you get you get one level and then you got to go to the next level, yes. the next level. And I it think, is. you know, it's, it's that fear of putting yourself out there. And I have yeah. to push past it every day in my work. And it is doing more of it. If, yeah. I, if I had more confidence, yeah, absolutely. Do more, do more, do more. Yes. You know, change yeah. the world. Um, okay, last one. Finish this sentence. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would. If I had even more confidence, then I would spend my time helping other women get to the point where I am, especially with all the social media, you know, BS happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have to laugh at this one because it, um, people have been saying to me for the past few weeks because my book's been out they're like when are you going on opera and I'm like oh good god don't be ridiculous you know but who knows if you're listening Oprah. Um, but uh, you know I oh, I'm having a, a moment where I've, I, I kind of had an idea and now wow. I've, I've squished it yeah. but um, I, I really w would like to have a bigger voice in the world you know right. I've, I've been working on finding my voice for yeah. A long time and I feel like I'm getting there and I um, you know joking about Oprah but I would really uh, yeah. really wish for myself that I 
could play this bigger game yeah and I'm, I'm working on it Jodie absolutely and this book is such <laughs> a huge step towards that because your voice and the voice you're giving to the women in this book is out there and and you're really stepping forward into into having a bigger voice in the world and sharing that I would keep growing yeah I I would well I guess I would never stop growing like right. I, to me my confidence is directly related to my my growth, yes. my learning, my yeah. with my confidence, I, I just keep always saying, what else can I learn here? Okay, last one. Finish this sentence. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would not take no for an answer. Ooh. That I'm is pretty good, good at putting one. myself out there, but once somebody says no, I'm like, okay, thanks. So okay. sorry to waste time. <laughs> <laughs> I would publish a book this year with all of the poems I have written about people along the way and it'd be fantastic. I just don't know yet how to publish a book, so need to look into that. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I just think of like a rocket ship, like I I would blast off into the stratosphere. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Dance on Instagram. Do a reel. I haven't oh. done a reel yet. Dancing oh, in my stories. Okay. And my friend tags me all the time and I just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sheila, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your insight. Thank you so much for coming along and spending time with us today. Thank you, Jodie. It's been awesome being on this show with you. Thank oh, you so much. You're so welcome. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me and uh, allowing this conversation to happen because only through having the conversation the more and more people get to practice and give things a go and, yeah. and that's the key it's, it's about a willingness to learn and practice and learn from, from everything absolutely thank you thanks so much for inviting me i've had such a ball speaking yeah, with yeah. you today jody it's been really fun so well, thank you you're welcome thank you jody it is great to be here and i have to say i love the name of your podcast oh, it is God. an aspiration to stay in my confidence all the time. I know. Not always achieved, definitely aspirational. It's aspirational for all of us. That's the point, I guess, of the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's an absolute pleasure and an honour. Yes, girls, go do it. Go do it, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's it's just a real honour to be able to do this kind of work and have these conversations. I want to call back on your on the quote you just said because it is courageous to own your story. But I really want to say to you that it is even more courageous to share your story and have the courage and everything to put this out into the world because owning your story, yes, and acknowledging that, but sharing your story like you've been doing makes such a big difference to people out in the world that might be struggling, that might identify, that might even not identify with you, but they they connect on some level and they take the learning. We can only learn from people who go to that vulnerable place and share things about ourselves that are the struggles, that are maybe the not so great things we're proud of or what have you because we are all there we are all we're all in these places at certain times so 
I just want to thank you, Angie, for, yes, having the courage to own your story, but having even more courage to share your story and come on to the podcast today. I know it'll make a difference to people, uh, to our listeners, and it's it's an important message that, that you're stepping into and sharing. Thank you, Jody. I really appreciate your kindness. I, I value, I value you and your work. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's been such a privilege and pleasure to be here and to wherever you may be in the world, human listening. I hope that today is your best day yet. Oh, Enjoy it. Yes, absolutely.